from the authors of Author Masterminds. This is Mysterious. Mystery surrounds us every day. Join us and listen to true stories of mystery, from human behavior to nature and the physical environment to paranormal experiences. The stories are true, even if we can't explain them. Isidore is a quiet little farm community. Not at all the kind of place you think of when you hear that someone's been buried alive in the basement of a church. Hello, I'm author mastermind Valerie Winans, a writer for readers of all ages. The Isidore, Michigan community was a rural farm community. Much of the population was of Polish ancestry. Their shared ancestry made for a close-knit neighborhood. They were, for the most part, Roman Catholic, and the church was the center of their lives. Their church sat on the corner, and in close proximity was the rectory, then the convent, the school, and the cemetery. Stella Lipchinska was housekeeper and cook at the Holy Rosary Rectory. She was dedicated to taking care of Father Bill, the parish priest. Although she took very good care of the priest, she did not like any of the nuns living in the convent nearby. Stella had been known to refer to the nuns as priests' wives and whores. Sister Mary Janina was the mother superior at Holy Rosary Convent and also served as a teacher at the school. When some of the sisters in the convent came down with tuberculosis, Sister Mary Janina moved into the rectory. As time went on, it was obvious to Stella that the relationship between Father Bill and Sister Mary Janina was moving beyond professional. Stella knew they were having an affair and was thoroughly disgusted. When Stella became aware that Sister Mary Janina was pregnant, she was outraged. On August 23rd, 1907, Sister Mary Janina disappeared. At the time of her disappearance, Father Bill was out with friends fishing on Lake Michigan. At his return to the rectory, he was shocked to hear she was missing and immediately began a search for her. The news of Sister Mary Janina's disappearance spread quickly through the community surrounding the corner of East Gatsky and South Schomburg Roads in Isidore, Michigan. The people of the area began to search for the nun. They searched the church, the convent, the rectory, and the school without luck. They searched nearby fields, and in a swampy area, they found some footprints they thought were promising, but came to nothing. They hired a man with a bloodhound. They consulted a clairvoyant without results. 
It was reported there were sounds of a woman singing from the swamp, but no singer was ever found. Some began to think maybe she decided to leave on her own for a new life, or maybe she'd even been abducted. Months, then years passed without any sign of her. Where was Sister Mary Janina? I want to take a short break here and let you know a little about me. I'm a writer of historical fiction and historical nonfiction. I love history and the ability to share what I know with others. I've lived in Michigan all of my life and in the northern tip of the mitt for more than 40 years. There's a rich history here with facts and mysteries, and I'm looking forward to sharing more mysteries with you. If you go to medium.com slash Valerie Winans, you will find a companion story written from the viewpoint of a beagle sleuth who also searched for Sister Mary Janina. My books can be found at authormasterminds.com or my website, valeriewinans.com, amazon.com, or anywhere good books are sold. Ten years elapsed, and Father Edward was now parish priest at Holy Rosary Church. The old church, built in 1883, was not big enough and in need of repair. The parish started raising funds for a new church. They would tear down the existing church and put up a new one. Everyone in the parish, and especially Father Edward, were excited about the prospect of a new church. When word spread of their intention, Father Edward got a call and was told that a murdered nun had been buried in the basement of the church. And the caller was worried that if the nun's body was found during the teardown of the old church, there would be a scandal. Father Edward was not about to let a rumor get in the way of his ambition for a new church. He asked the sexton to help him investigate. They went together to search the basement and to try and verify or disprove the rumor. There wasn't much in the basement. It had a dirt floor and wasn't used much, only occasionally for storage. After some time searching, they noticed a pile of lumber in a corner. The men moved the lumber and began to dig. They didn't have to go very deep before they started finding bones and pieces of rotted cloth that had been a nun's habit. Oh no, it was true. What on earth should they do now? They wanted above all to avoid scandal. So the sexton made a wooden box and they placed the skull and bones in it. Then in the night, they buried the box at the foot of the big cross in the nearby cemetery. No one needed to know. Getting rid of the remains of Sister Mary Janina was only one of Father Edward's problems. 
he had been having an affair with his housekeeper, a pretty young girl whose parents owned a nearby farm. He knew it was wrong and had decided to end the affair when she told him she was pregnant. They decided she would have the baby secretly and put it up for adoption with an adoption agency downstate. On their way back from their trip downstate, Father Edward shared the whole story about Sister Mary Janina with the housekeeper, swearing her to secrecy. But the secret didn't last long because as soon as she was home, she told her father the whole story and he immediately called the police. Stella Lipchinska, housekeeper to Father Bill, had confessed to the murder to a priest in Wisconsin. The priest consulted with others in the church to determine what he should do about this confessed murder. People in the church knew Stella had killed the nun. Stella was soon arrested for the murder of Sister Mary Janina. She was jailed and she pleaded not guilty. She believed she was not guilty because she'd confessed and was absolved of her sin. But that wasn't her only confession. While in jail, she confessed to an undercover person who she thought was an inmate. Stella said to him, first I stunned her, then I dug a hole under the church, dragged the body to the hole and put her in it. As I was trying to cover the head, it would rise up. I threw two or three shovels of dirt on the head, but each time it rose up. Then I took the backside of the shovel and knocked her on the head three times with all my might. The trial was a notable one in Leelanau County and attended by a large number of spectators. In order to prove their case, the prosecution dug up the box at the foot of the cross and police officials went back to the original burial site where they sifted through the dirt and found more bones, material, and a cross belonging to Sister Mary Janina. The skeleton was placed for the view of the jury on a table in the courtroom. Father Edward and the sexton testified to their finding of the remains. The under, undercover man from the jail testified to Stella's confession to him. Stella later claimed not to have said any of this, but the jury did not believe her, and she was convicted of first-degree murder. She was given a life sentence, but was released after only seven years. Father Bill advocated for Stella's release, and then Stella spent the rest of her life as a housekeeper and cook in a convent in Wisconsin. We know where Stella went, but where did Sister Mary Janina go? Her bones were on display for the trial of Stella Lipchinska, but where did they go from there? That is the mystery that remains. The state and county say they do not have them. There is no gravesite or memorial. Her order of nuns, the Felician sisters, record only that she is missing. Poor Sister Mary Janina is missing now 
for the second time. If you enjoyed this story, you'll find an interesting twist at Readers and Writers Book Club in the content offerings under the name Remington Beagle Finds Sister Mary Janina. Check out the show notes for the link to the book club and to the Author Masterminds website. You will also find links to my books and my website in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We will be back soon with the next episode of Mysterious.